0: Welcome to another episode of the Rethinking H2O podcast, where every week we explore different stories around water that include safe water projects, trends in the water space, and Blue Mind. We hope you enjoy listening, and now here's your host, Kevin Sofen. Leak Detection. Who talks about leak detection or water leaks? or water infrastructure, or non-revenue water. A lot of these different things that the general public doesn't really think about because we turn on the taps and out comes water. Turns out there's a lot of leaks that go on within our pipes and the utility level and also at the individual house level. We're honored to have Tyler Simpson of Guderman talk about leak detection and various things that we can do from the individual and utility level to help reduce our leaks and improve our overall infrastructure system. We hope you enjoy listening. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Kevin Sofen, speaking. Honored to sit down with Tyler Simpson, the Regional Sales Manager at Guterman. Tyler, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Kevin. Thanks for having me this morning. Of course. Give us a little context on your background and then tell us a little bit about what is Guterman and what are some of the water solutions that they provide. So
1: I got my start in the water industry right out of college, ended up going to work for the local utility in Westminster, Colorado, Started out kind of throughout throughout college and my time at college as a seasonal employee, painting fire hydrants, maintaining water line valves and whatnot. Got done with school, moved back home after uh, graduating from the University of Minnesota Morris. Moved back to Colorado and got hired on full time. Needed to pay those student loans, so got started working at the utility full time laying water main. And then that progressed to becoming an equipment operator, fixing leaks, water main breaks, ultimately starting a leak detection program at the city, purchasing some equipment, which was actually Guterman's equipment. And then out of the blue, I'd say uh, about three years after we purchased the equipment, got a phone call um, to see whether or not I'd want to help utilities find leaks. So started June 1st, 2015 working with Guterman selling leak detection equipment in 24 states, and uh, have been doing that since. So for the last three years, have really seen uh, Guterman grow, and it's been an honor to, uh, to help utilities create in-house leak detection programs with quality equipment and has allowed them to help proactively look for leaks a little bit more effectively and pinpoint those, those hard-to-find leaks. So Guterman itself is a German-Swiss company. We have uh, an office in Bar, Switzerland. That's our corporate office and a plant, manufacturing plant, where all the equipment is made in Ravensburg, Germany. Our office in the United States is in Newmarket, New Hampshire, and uh, we have three satellite offices, one in Minnesota, where I live, one out in Bakersfield, California, and then one in Pennsylvania. And so we have a pretty small team here in the U.S. There's five of us. We cover the the entire United States. And Guterman is really focused on providing quality equipment, um, whether that's a basic listener, ground microphone, all the way up to a, a fully automated fixed network leak detection system that proactively addresses leaks and ultimately impacts non-revenue water which is uh you know something i'm, I'm excited to talk about today
0: so, right on so for the layman's person and most people don't really think about water infrastructure most people they turn on their sink they take a shower you know they cook their breakfast all that and they don't really think about all the infrastructure that goes into ultimately providing them water at their house um, but you talk about leak detection tell me about what Causes leak detection, and why is that important into the larger scope and discussion around infrastructure?
1: Yep, that's a super good point. I mean, I'll be honest. Before I before I worked at uh, the utility, you just turn your sink on as a as a resident and turn your shower on, like you said, and and you have water, and you don't really ever think where. How is this getting to me? How's it treated? Where does it come from? And most people the, the most of the infrastructure that you can see in your city is fire hydrants right and so you know a lot of people think that fire hydrants are there just to fight fires well they have they serve a lot of other purposes but really you know infrastructure in general water infrastructure doesn't necessarily get talked about because it's out of sight out of mind you know all the pipes are running under the roads. You know, when people talk infrastructure in this country, they talk, you know, bridges and airports and roads and not and necess- not necessarily always water and sewer. And so that's something I'm excited to shed some light on. And um, in terms of, of how a distribution system works, it's super, I would say, complicated. You know, you have to pump the water from the source through pipe. You have to treat the water. You have to make sure there's the right pressure of water. You know, there's uh, certifications that water operators in your city go through to be able to do that safely. And leak detection comes into play because the water pipes in this country are aging. And they've been around in some places for 60 years and haven't been replaced. And one of the reasons why they haven't been replaced is, I mean, oftentimes a lot of it is still good. I mean, a lot of it's still old cast and ductile iron that is frankly, you know, doing well and and not leaking. But in other cases, there's a lot of stuff that goes into what causes water pipes to leak. I mean, backfill types, electrolysis in the soil, certain areas of the country that, you know, certain geographical areas have different issues. But in terms of, of leak detection, pipes are frankly leaking all over this country. And the problem is, as a, as a utility, you are – obviously, it, it takes money to treat water. It takes electricity to pump water. It takes manpower and, and um, resources to work and, and maintain a, a distribution system. And so, unfortunately, there's a lot of things that go into to managing it. And when water pipes are leaking, sometimes it's an out-of-sight, out-of-mind thing. And that's what we talk about with non-revenue water – there's a few different spaces in the equation. There's the actual non-revenue water. So that's water that is leaking. That's leaking out of pipes. That's leaking out of services, spilling over tanks. And then there's perceived water loss, which is inaccuracies in metering, billing issues, stuff like that, accounting issues. So there's, there's a lot that goes into the equation the American Water Works Association does a good job of putting together kind of like a plan of action for a utility to go after non-revenue water. And Guterman lives in the actual space, meaning we directly impact and influence leaks that are going on that we can pinpoint with our sensors and equipment. So, And it's a big deal because a city pays money to, to treat water, distribute water, and when it leaks, it's essentially like dollars that are just draining down the street into the sewers. And so that's what we are, where, where we live, and we try to help. You know, as taxpayers, I mean, you know, we're we're paying rate increases and whatnot. And so it's nice that you know there's many utilities that are doing their part to reduce this non-revenue water. So,
0: and yeah, to, when you want to dive a little bit more into that in terms of this may to most people it's like hey it doesn't really matter I turn on my sink and water comes out but this whole non revenue water and the leak the pipes leaking and our infrastructure dilapidating who pays the price on that I mean in what way is the end user or these consumers paying the price on that and why is this something that average Americans should be aware of and pay attention to
1: Yeah so I mean in my opinion you know there's there's leaks that are going on right now all over the country uh, some Utilities are aware of, most utilities aren't aware of. And so, you know, as a as a consumer of water, um, speaking just for myself, you know, I want to make sure that the utility that I live in is doing its part to keep its pipes from leaking, whether that means a pipe replacement program in which they're going through the older neighborhoods with the older pipe and replacing with new or whether that means actively doing their part to reduce leakage. Because what happens is this all affects the bottom line at a utility, right? So, you know, a utility is, is losing money because of, of water and, and lost water because they're not able to bill for it, because it gets it leaks out of the pipes before it hits the meters, and that's how a utility makes a lot of its revenue is, is through the sale of water. And so when that water is leaking unbeknownst to them, they're losing money. And the problem is is when utilities go and, and they get rate increases and they and they decide to to charge consumers more money for water, there's a lot that goes into that decision. But a big piece to look into is whether or not that utility is actively trying to reduce their non revenue water because it's hard as a consumer to see where it all connects, if they're doing their part to reduce non revenue water, or are they just trying to make more money to cover that cost? So that's a big deal for uh I would say for utility to consider is, you know, going to the public to say, hey, we're gonna increase your rates is I mean it's a political issue as well, but at the same time it's also a practical, are we doing our best with the tools and technology that we know are out there to reduce this non-revenue water to get it in a capital improvement budget to replace miles of pipe and and change our meter infrastructure and and change the way that we do things because technology has changed the industry in the sense that you know before there would be there would be utility workers that would have to walk streets and read meters and write things down on paper and now it's all done you know, remotely in a lot of places via radio inside the houses. I mean, up here in Minnesota, I have a a meter inside my house with an antenna that goes outside and the antenna reports real time to the utility how much water I'm using. So, you know, there's a whole spectrum of technology that's being used right now. And these utilities do a very good job of staying on top of it but the the common citizen needs to understand that, hey, my utility needs to be doing things in order to prevent these non revenue issues I would say and, and to help them maximize their 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 take i'd say
0: and so. and then from the utility perspective, what do you think about the leaks within the household? I know that I've seen a couple point of entry. Sort of water monitoring systems for the whole household, um, like the the one from Upenor and Belkin, the Fin unit. There's that flow, some other flow meter. There's a couple of products I've seen. But what do you do? You think that's a utility responsibility, and, and do you think technologies like that ultimately can help kind of take it to the next level and help prevent leaks leaks within the household, or what's your what are your thoughts oh, yeah. on
1: that? No I mean I what what's interesting is that I think it's the utilities responsibility to educate their citizens on leaks how to prevent them, how to reduce you know water use and and there's a lot of utilities around the United States that are doing these programs that helps bring awareness to uh, water conservation inside the home and I do think it's it should be up to each homeowner and User of water to be a steward of the resource and understand that if you have a leak on your side of the connection, you should be doing your part to to fix that leak. And from a utility perspective, I mean, they're they're already making money because it's you know it's getting metered because ultimately, as a, as a homeowner, you're you're paying that bill still for a leak. But that education needs to be there. Because a lot of people, like you said, they just turn on their, they turn on their water, they take a shower, they cook, they, they do everything, and then they look at their bill and it's astronomical. Well, it's probably because they have a, a leak going on on their side too. So, you know, those new, you know, all the the different the softwares and the sensors that you've described are all good resources, and I would encourage you know any homeowner that is listening to this to to actively go to their utility to see what types of programs that uh, the utility offers to help them find leaks on their side. Most utilities, you know, if you call them up, if you know that you have a leak or you suspect it, they will either come help you find it, a lot of utilities that I know will, or they'll provide you with resources, plumbing resources to to go and and get some help that way. Because it's it's difficult, especially on a homeowner side to find leaks especially in a house or under a slab or or uh, something like that. So Gotcha.
0: Yeah, well it seems like the change management process for the homeowner, for the utility, really for anyone, is it can be difficult, especially when we you hear the phrase, oh, this is the way we've been doing it forever. But really, right. you know, that means probably the last ten, twenty, fifty, maybe hundred years, which does not mean forever. But sometimes maybe the only way to really get people to do anything is to Either have some of those financial incentives or financial disincentives that are ultimately mm-hmm. making you feel it in your wallet for some of your lack of attention to the resource. And then ultimately, you know, that goes into the larger macro scale of how can we be better global stewards? And, and, and I've heard a lot about this talk too, where in some ways you, you hear water shortages and droughts. But I've heard some people say, Hey, we don't really have a water shortage. We really have a, a water. More of a water management issue across the country. Yeah. And we have a lot of water, but we sometimes just struggle to actually figure out how do we properly use it. So it's interesting, you know, leak detection is, is one of these many important pieces of the puzzle. And whether it's in the utility or whether that's at the individual household level, um, and it's just important to, to get everyone, the, everyone, the rethinking H2O, you know, in current community to ultimately understand and appreciate, hey, there's, there's a lot of ways that you can go about, being a, a global steward and, and and calling your utility, being proactive, and it's a way that you can be good in the environment and also be good to your wallet.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. You know, it's interesting here in the United States. I mean, I live up in the Midwest, in Minnesota, and, you know, we have water up here. You know, land of 10,000 lakes, the Great Lakes are close by, you know, Illinois. Most of this area up here has water, and it's interesting because up here the conversation isn't, you know, we got to – conserve, I would say, water. I mean, it's always kind of on everybody's mind, but it's more, we have to manage it better because it costs money to treat it. It costs money to distribute it. And it's a financial resource. And and like you said, management issue. I mean, it's interesting. And a lot of people don't know this over in countries like India, uh, they have an intermittent water supply, meaning at specific times of the day and night, a city is actually able to use water. So they take showers at the same time every day because that's when they actually have access to water. And then they, they move the water around because there's just not as much of it. And the infrastructure can't handle it because there's so much draw on it. So people actually fill their own tanks when the water system's on in order to have water throughout the day. Otherwise, when they turn their taps on, there's just there's no water. So... We're blessed over here in the United States that that we're able to to have that luxury of of turning a tap and and actually having clean water so
0: yeah, man, well, a lot of interesting stories and factors of that and um I really appreciate your insight here about leak detection and different things that utilities and homeowners can do look forward to more future discussion in the future, but just to give us, our our viewers, sort of a call to action and maybe learn more. If people wanted to learn more about you or get in touch with uh, the technology, what would be the best way about doing that?
1: You can connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, I think it's a good start. Uh, Look up Tyler Simpson, Guderman Incorporated. Also, go on our website. It's wwwguderman watercom um, you're able to kind of see the, the latest and greatest. You can also follow us on Twitter at Guderman Water, and also we have an Instagram, Guderman Water, and obviously the the LinkedIn Avenue as well. We have a company page, so that's probably the best way to get in touch. And you can always email me at Tyler at Guderman-Water.com is uh, probably the best way to get a hold of me. So.
0: Right on. Well, I will definitely be following you on Instagram and sliding into the DMs. So.
1: <laughs> Slide into the DMs. Yeah, we uh, we have a, a pretty cool corporate page that we uh, just launched that um, actually is going to be able to show some some field um, application scenarios, some conference uh, information. And we're at uh, a lot of the regional shows. And one thing also, Guterman's a global company, and uh, that's what's really cool is that we have people all over the world that represent guterman and it's uh it's a very tight knit company but uh, has has a pretty expansive reach so
0: right on Tyler we'll really appreciate your time today and hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll be in touch. thanks for I'd, joining the podcast
1: yeah, I appreciate you, Kevin. I think that what you're doing here, getting the word out about some of these issues is super important, and you know just just appreciate you having me on this morning of course.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Rethinking H2O podcast. If you liked today's episode, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media at responsible and stay tuned for future episodes of the show. We'll see you next time on the Rethinking H2O podcast.